So sneak preview for next week. <laughs> we may be doing a birthday special for my birthday next week. Yeah. And uh, so maybe listing some most memorable birthdays. And Yuna just asked me, what did you, what did you ask me, Yuna? <laughs> ask you, what if, what if you pick the same joyful birthday experience? If you pick the same joyful birthday experience. Maybe forgetting that we don't have the same birthday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's very funny. Oh, you're so cute. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> you know what? You agree with me. You said you can't. And I said, okay, I will write down experience first. And you said, you can't do that. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you I, got, I got called out. Day. <laughs> I got called out. You're right. So you, you, you made the same mistake. So we're both equally cute. Exactly. Okay. Hey, uh, this is Matt. And this is Yuna. And this is Our Three Things, a podcast about joyful things. And we have a lot that we want to talk about this week. I have some things that I'm super excited to talk about that I've been waiting for weeks to talk about. <laughs> and Yuna knows what they are, but we'll get to that yeah. in just a second. Uh, before we jump in, I actually have kind of a fun thing to share. So we actually got a, uh, a, a listener mail in. Um, oh, nice. Through, through our Gmail. And you can also reach out to that at r3things.podcast at gmail.com just to ask us fun questions or share joyful things yourself. Uh-huh. Or you can go to our website, r3things.com slash contact. Mm-hmm. But we got one in this week. Uh, so this was from Kevin. And kind of the one funny thing about this is... Do you is know Kevin? I do know Kevin. You so, do know Kevin. Well, I don't know if it's accurate to say that I I still know him. Um, I it, It's someone that I knew in... Oh, gosh. Middle school? Middle school? Oh, yeah. I'm actually... I, I'm, I'm really sorry, Kevin. I don't remember if we were in the same high school or not. So maybe you can let me know uh, off the show. But I definitely know we were in the same middle school and I think elementary school too, I want to say. Um, very anyway, good it was very, very good memory on my part. <laughs> no, but this, it was cool because it's kind of a blast from the past. It was cool because it's kind of a blast from the past to yeah. see that pop up. Um, uh-huh. So Kevin writes in, so it's just a very short little positive message. So he says, keep up the great work. I really enjoyed listening to you guys. And it's almost like I'm in lockdown with you. Oh, really? Wow. I don't know how to feel. About, I mean, <laughs> I'm glad that you're enjoying listening to us. So thank you for that support. I don't want to make anyone else feel that they're in lockdown also, but I'm glad that uh, you can relate at some level with what we're still going through. We are still in lockdown this week. As yeah. Well. Although think, we see a slight um, light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. But. And I think our freedom is around like 28th or 25th of October if we reach 70%. Yeah. Touch I wood. Think. Touch wood on that. Um, so Kevin also has two interesting questions for us. Oh, right. So I uh, wanted to answer those as well. So his first question, this is interesting. Uh-huh. Um, I haven't even thought about this, but what have you guys enjoyed most about listening to each other's three things? Um, Do you want to take that first, you know? Yes. What enjoying the most? Because um, it's, it's just uh, fun to see what sparks joy uh, for your partner. And it's really interesting, like we can have conversation from the things that they enjoy. And then you have a record of it. it, it when you listen 
back to it, right? And Matt knows this. Because um, whenever we finish the episode, I would listen back to our conversation and podcast. And I always laugh at exactly the same point as I laughed in the podcast, which is really interesting experience for me. And you also really enjoy your own voice as well. Uh, yeah, I do. Hopefully my voice is okay for you too. Yeah, it is, of course. Uh, so for me... So this is maybe a slight peek behind the curtain of the show, but we've actually been doing the um, the sharing of three things mm. with each other for a long, long time before this podcast. It was yeah. something that uh, Yuna had taught to me that she had learned from someone else. Yeah. And so I think my favorite thing about it, and this it's always been the case, this is even before the show, mm. is kind of like what you just said. Like we, we obviously spend heaps of time together because we're our partners, but it's... <laughs> hope so. Hope so. <laughs> Especially nowadays. Yeah, 24-7. 24-7, basically. But it's still, but even if all those times spent together, it's not very common to just talk about like what is causing you to feel joy at that moment. Yeah. So to me, it's like an exercise in sort of uh, like, in, I guess you could call it like intentionality. So like. Yeah, you intentionally have to list three things that you enjoy. Well, not just the listing, but uh, but also like hearing you yeah. do that kind of gives me perspective like, oh, like I actually didn't realize, it, sometimes like it's something out of the blue, like, oh, yeah. that's, I just learned something else about, you know. Yeah, yeah, I But agree. also sometimes it's like, oh, that gives me a lot of joy too. And then we can have a conversation yeah. about that. Yeah, and also I think uh, um, what we enjoy the most is I do think um, to have this podcast and ask each other three things that will um, make both of us to to pause and to think about what sparks joy for the past week, which I think is important in nowadays because you everyone's getting busy or getting um, drilled down into some like your work or what's happening around the world. Sometimes you forget there's such so many simple things that can just give you joy. And to hear Matt talking about the things makes him happy, makes me happy and realize, oh, the life is very beautiful and we're so lucky to be alive. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> and also, I have a follow-up question for you, Yuna. I don't, oh, I don't, I don't know if, if Kevin also intended to ask it this way, but I'm curious anyway. So of all of <laughs> my three things that I've said, what has been your favorite one of the... Daniel. Oh, <laughs> that's an easy one. So Yuna is referring to um, uh, the single guy from Adelaide, Daniel Peachnik, which was back, uh, I think, episode four or five, something like that. Uh, maybe maybe you have two, like Daniel and P-Mail. It's just so fun. So much fun. Oh, too. the P-Mails. Oh, and the rap as well. Well, I, so I have a follow-up on that. Um, just a second as well. Um, I think my favorite of yours has probably been following along with your your learning, which I think you have an update on that as well for us today. Uh, uh, because it's so cool to see like you develop these new skills and like grow confidence in a whole new area. And we talk about it most every day, even off the show. Yeah. But I just still think it's, it's to me, it's it's a joy to see you like learning and growing That's and something so like that. That's so sweet. Mm, I can be sweet sometimes. <laughs> uh, so Kevin had a second question that I do want to get to. Um, uh -huh. Also, oh, that's the, not the second question. The, no, that was my question. Oh, that's your question. Yeah. Okay. That was sort of the sub question. So his second question, this, this is a bit shorter one. Uh -huh. um, he asked, have you guys tried adding uh, apples to your spring rolls? He said it's a... it's a, a Oh, that's actually a really good idea. We yeah. should try that. Because I tried to add um, the sweet pickle and uh, the sweet radish. So I think mm. apple could work as well. Great idea. Thank yeah, you, Yeah, because it's Kevin. kind of a, a similar thing. 
I actually asked him because he said it's something that his his mom does. I think. Mm. Um, and I asked him. Uh, slice maybe, apple, right? Like slice, yeah. like string. Right. So so what she says, uh, what he said that his mom said is that um, any apple is fine. Using mm. crispier apples generally has better results, and yeah. you soak them in uh, salt water for five minutes to get oh. them crispy and fresh. Oh, nice! And we I guess I would guess that. just like thinly sliced. Probably. Okay, let's yeah, try yeah. that. Yeah. So thank you so much, Kevin, for reaching out and um, and for the food tip as well. We'll try that next time. Yeah, I'm excited. Okay. Well, I think that is a good time to transition into our things. So I think this week is your turn, Matt. What's your number one thing that makes you happy this week? Okay, so normally when we do a show, I I think I don't know if you do the same thing, Yuna, but when I am coming up with the things that have brought me joy this past week, uh-huh. um, one of them is sort of like the one that pops into my head first that I'm most excited to talk about above yeah. the other two, and I'll usually try to put that at the end of the show as sort of like a closer, but this one, I've been holding on to this for <laughs> for like I think like four to six weeks or something, maybe even longer. Yeah. And uh, the thing is the Netflix TV show, uh, Terrace House, Boys and Girls in the City. Mm-hmm. So this is a, a I'm going to give some context here. Yeah, explain, explain um, to everyone. So basically, I think we've talked about reality shows a decent amount here. Um, yeah. And most of the time we talk about them, I have to head over to our little trash corner, right? So we talk about like the Beverly Hills Housewives. Yeah. Um, the Love is Blind. Uh, Are You the One, I think, has been another one we've talked about. Yeah. So... This is a reality show that is, first of all, it's by far my number one reality show, just period. It's number one? Number really? one. Like, it's, wow. not, it's not even close. Out of all the shows. Out of all the reality shows. And not only that, I would, I, I, I'm still thinking about it because I actually just finished it this morning. It's, it's a 46 episode show. Oh, so you finished. So this morning you watched you watch the ending of this reality show. Of this one, yeah. Don't um, spoil and, and I'll give I, I, I will, I'll try not to give any spoilers, <laughs> um, but I, I'll give some more context of how the show is set up and all that in a second. Yeah. But I was going to say, I just finished it, so I, I kind of need to think about it a bit, but I think it might actually sneak in to, if not top five, at least top 10 TV shows I've watched. Top 10 TV show? I think so. It might sneak in like... Uh, in are that, you just just uh, like TV, not including movies, right? No, just no, no. Movies TV are a whole other thing. I'm just just TV shows. But still, I think that's... Really? Like, top 10. And, 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 a reality and, show. Yes. And I say wow. that I say that specifically because I, I, it's easy to like throw aside a reality show as yeah. just like pure trash. Um, this show, and I'll go into, into more detail into why, but it like it gives me a feeling of such pure joy and relaxation and like just wanting to keep watching it and like feeling like a relationship that i form with the show why so you don't feel like stress makes you feel relaxed it's the opposite there's there's not much drama i assume it's the opposite yeah yeah exactly so i'm gonna go into it a bit so um so first of all um i've tried to watch the show a couple times before so it's a japanese show so it's all subtitles um Mm. and it's all it's all japanese participants it's very annoying every time i block the subtitle well that is true i wasn't gonna bring that up but yes but yeah <laughs> um because i get really into it so the the main reason i've actually been able to finish it all all 46 episodes on netflix and that's they're about 30 minutes on average so that's you know 23 hours of tv yeah is because i talked about this on a previous show i think a couple weeks ago mm. but i've been using our treadmill a lot since we've been able to unable to run outside yeah so a I christmas do, gift exactly so i i've been using <laughs> um i've been using our treadmill to do my runs like 
you know, five days a week or so. Yeah. And I just, I usually will get through an episode or two of that um, on there. And I've just been doing that the last like four weeks or so. And I've finally been able to get through all of it. Mm. Um, I'm ashamed to say like when it comes to like shows that aren't in English, it's, it can be difficult for me to get all the way through a long show, if I, especially if I'm watching it by myself. Yeah. We've watched a couple like Korean dramas and things like that together. And that's a little easier. And Chinese easier. dramas as well. And some Chinese dramas. Yeah. But if I'm watching like pretty much any like other foreign TV show that's very long running, yeah, uh, it's hard for me. And this is just like a maybe I'm the product of like too much being on my phone and stuff. But it's oh. hard for me to like fully pay attention to yeah. like the subtitles the entire time. And like I look down for a second, I look up and I miss something because I can't hear yeah. it. Right. But because I've been on the treadmill, like I just like have full focus on this show. So I've really been able to kind of like bite into it. Okay, so. Why is it my favorite reality TV show? Yeah. So first of all, like a little bit of maybe context for people who have no idea what Terrace House is. It's a Japanese reality TV show franchise that has five series actually. So this is one specific uh, series within those five called Boys and Girls in the City. That's like the subheading of it. So um, I think all versions of the show, I've only watched this one so far, but I'm pretty sure all of them follow the lives of uh, six strangers in this house. So a terrace house. Are they all like in, in Japan? All the no, no, some of the, so some of them are not. So there's actually, there's one called Terrace House Aloha State, which is in Hawaii. And I might watch that one next. I'm not sure right. yet. Um, this one specifically, Boys and Girls in the City, is set in Tokyo. Okay. So it's this, it's it's what it sounds like. It's a terrace house, which is basically kind of like, like, a, like a big, um, like kind of like a townhouse, I guess. But it's like much bigger than that. It's like a very like nice, they have like a pool and like it's a double story, multiple, right. multiple bedrooms. Uh -huh. And there's uh, three guys and three girls that basically just sort of live there. Mm. Um, I think the, the closest comparison I could give for like American viewers, or I guess, I guess there's other countries that have it too, would be like Big Brother sort of. Yeah. So there's not a goal of the participants of the show. So they're not like playing games. They're not or like getting a prize. They're not or... getting a prize. They don't have to la outlast anything. Basically, you, they start the show with three guys and three girls to sort of all move in on the same day. So six people in total every time. Six people in total, exactly. Okay. Yeah, and always three and three. And they can they can like still go to their jobs. In fact, like most of them, like they often will take like work trips and like one of them, one of the members will just be out of the house for like a week or something and they'll come back. Yeah. Um, they'll go see like other friends and they'll they'll go to their jobs and they'll just sort of live their lives with these strangers. Yeah. And one cool thing about it is that uh, they just they can just sort of like leave whenever they want to. So one of like the kind of the, the themes of the show is like huh. this turnover rate. Yeah. So, uh, for example, with with this with this series, I think it's like fifteen or twenty episodes in, something like that. Uh -huh. um, one of the guys just says, "Yeah, I'm I'm done. I uh, I need to focus on. I think he's like a, he's like a college basketball or a college baseball player. Yeah. And he says, "Okay, I need to focus on this, and I really want to like try and make the pros or whatever, get into a league." And so I'm going to I'm going to leave the house so I can focus on that. And he just goes like there's no so like there's no like approval process. He just sort of leaves whenever whenever they want. So once the people like leaves, um, can he come back? They can't come back. So when they oh, okay. leave, when they leave, there's someone else lined up of the same gender of the person who left who comes in and fills and they just yeah. sort of someone else moves in. OK, so there's like there's like a really funny process because like after the first six and they all kind of like live together for a while and like. The, at the very beginning, it's like, it's very weird because none of them know each other. Yeah. But after like, you start to get in a rhythm of like uh -huh. one person leaves, someone else new comes in. There's a new person coming into a yeah. house where five people have lived together for a few months or whatever. Mm. And it's it's really funny because there's always like, a, every time someone leaves, I think in total on this series, um, there was, uh, I think 17 total people. If you like add up all the people mm. in the, throughout the entire 46 episodes. 
And um, so like there's always like a tearful goodbye scene for like the person who leaves. And yeah. then like usually later in the same episode, they'll do like a sort of like a little preview snippet of uh-huh. whoever the new person will be with like their head not in camera. Oh, like, really? Talking to their friends about how they're okay. going to join. And then like later, usually at the end of the episode, um, <laughs> the rest of the house members, they'll coordinate. So like they're all like sitting in the living room and talking or whatever. And then the doorbell rings and they all just like look at each other like the new person, the new person, are they coming in? And then like usually they'll all jump up and like let them in and then um, they'll kind of sort of, you know, ingratiate themselves with the rest of the group. And so that's just kind of how it goes. So now I talked about how like there's not really like a goal or an end state like yeah. stated by like the, the show itself. Uh-huh. So that that kind of permeates the entire show, I think. So basically, generally people will come in with like one of two goals. So oh, they have a goal to like a personal goal. A personal goal. And it's not okay. like something that like the show has to like approve. It's just like whatever right. they want to do. So like some of them will, I guess to be fair, some of them will come in and they'll just say, I just want to like have fun and like live in Tokyo for a bit in a nice house. Oh, nice. And that happens sometimes. I would do that. Outside of that, generally, <laughs> uh, someone will come in and they have a goal of something with their career. So they want it like there's this, there's this one woman who comes in um, and like her goal, she's like a fashion designer and like her mm. goal is to. Um, open a hat shop she wants to like make hats and sell them like under a designer label and so her time in the in the house is mostly spent on her journey towards that personal goal right so that's usually it's it can be that and then the other main goal is someone who actually wants to come in and find a relationship so it's generally like mixed between those two yeah which can lead to some interesting things because there's a lot of situations where someone will come in looking for a partner yeah and they'll like kind of key in on somebody instantly but uh-huh. that person is just trying to like get their business going and so oh, like they'll really? go on like some awkward dates and there's a lot of rejections in this show uh-huh. um and uh it's interesting because they so okay one other thing i should say about the show um contrary to like a lot of these sort of reality shows that are just like watching people's lives yeah there's no um they never talk to the camera there's no like confessional Period. You know, like in, in like Real Housewives, for example, yeah, yeah, yeah. where like they'll cut to like them and they're just like oh, talking to, like, to the interview. producer in the interview. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't exist in the show. It's right. purely just, and there's no like voiceover like during it. And there's no, it's very like simply produced. Do, do they have like the background music? No. Well, no, that's not, so they do have. Sing music. They have, they don't have singing. They have sometimes have like just background, like instrumental no, music. They have people watching them. No, no, I'll, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. So that's, uh. that's different. But like when you're actually watching the people who live in the house, okay, they're usually literally just like watching them live their lives. Oh. And it's very like simple. Like you'll watch them like all like some, sometimes in like an episode, the most like impactful thing or important thing that happens is that someone cooks a meal for the house and they have like, they like drink together and just chat. Yeah. Like that's some of the episodes are like literally like that's the most exciting thing. Oh, that is it? Wow. Yeah. So there's no like uh, parties or. No, not really. Because okay. the, the other thing about it is like because it is Japanese, I think this plays into it. I mean, I'm not like an expert on Japanese culture, but they, it's interesting because like they they kind of like have to like live within the constraints of like what's expected of them as like a young adult in Japan, I think. I so think there's this whole. There's this whole storyline, actually. I'm not gonna. I don't spoil okay. who or what or anything. But there's this whole thing about like one of the girls is trying to be like a model, um, uh-huh. and that's that's not a spoiler because like half the girls in the show and guys really are like trying to be models because they're all like oh, you know, how, they're, really? how they're all like really show? pretty people. Okay. Um, and so like she's trying to like have like a good public image and sort sort of that like that idol image, yeah, like, that like yeah. kind of pure whatever. Um, which I have mixed opinions on that, but that's that that is like a fact of of a lot of that culture, right? 
Yeah. And so, and so, but, so, but she, you know, she, she wants to have a relationship with like another guy in the house. And so they actually have to hide it. And some, and like, oh, and, wow. you and, the, and like the camera doesn't actually like, there's no camera that like follows them around. It's just like static cameras in the house. And oh, so the, okay. the house members, there's a lot of stuff that goes on that like we haven't ever actually see. And like, they'll just like talk about it later. Like there's one scene I remember where like they were, they were up drinking and there was, there was, there was like some fight earlier in the day about something. Oh. And then like they were drinking in one of the rooms and then the scene just like it just sort of like ends like nothing really happens and then the next morning yeah two of them wake up and they're just like really like upset and angry and they talk about a fight that they had that wasn't on camera like because there was like the, they can just choose not to be on camera if they don't want to and then they just so, resolve it later so are you saying they don't have producers uh following them around exactly yeah, they yeah. don't they don't that's different yeah it's a lot of reality you have a like a producers follow around exactly in, yeah. even including they even have camera in bedroom exactly it feels like you're just it's sort not, of observing okay. like real life like people living their oh, lives that's which is very like it's it's very like interesting compared yeah. to a lot of like those like very loud and like yelling and like there's a you know a camera like following all around the house and stuff yeah i saw like the producers love the drama will love them to fight you know they probably do, Can but I mean, but I think like the idea of the show is like literally they just like live their lives. Yeah. Um, and actually even like the funny thing about that is like even at the last episode, I, again, I won't spoil how it ends or anything, but it ends very like just sort of softly and it's just sort of done. So like there's a little bit of drama like with, with a couple of the couples like a few episodes before like the very last episode, mm. but that gets resolved pretty quickly. And then like the last episode is literally just them kind of enjoying time together, chatting about their experience cleaning the house and then they all kind of have a, a goodbye and then they and then the door closed and then it's done like you feel very like like you know like when you eat a meal and you don't eat way too much and you just kind of feel like satisfied like that's how yeah. the show made made me feel and like after every episode i felt that way just sort of like oh this is this is nice right and like there's not people like making out like if someone like if two if a couple like shares a kiss on camera uh-huh that's like a major milestone for the show like oh, that's really? like a huge event now you hinted at something that I also love about the show that is very unique about it that I don't uh. think I've seen before. So there's, um, I think it's three times per episode for the most part. There's this panel that it cuts to in like a studio. Yeah, Like yeah. separate from the house of these, uh, I think they're all like like uh, like famous comedians or something in uh -huh. Japan. I don't know them, but I think that like they tend, they're like all like comics or something. They're like slightly older people and like they'll cut to them and they're like literally watching the show. It's like they're watching the show with us. Yeah. So they yeah. only see what's on camera and they all like react to what's happening. Yeah. And so like, and they'll all, they, they have like a fun dynamic too. Like they sort of like, uh, you know, give each other a hard time and stuff. And they'll, they'll have different opinions on like, and they'll try to guess like, oh, maybe they'll end up with them or, oh, I can't believe that that person said that or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it's, that's sort of like the, the closest that you get to like the producer of the show is these, these, these like Japanese comics kind of like talking about the show like at like intervals during it mm. that's sort of like the 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 viewer i guess like the proxy yeah for for you to watch it yeah, yeah. um anyway i've i've talked way too long about this show i get Clearly so much i get so much joy out of this show yeah it's sort of like do you know what do you know what asmr is no so it's like you know those like audio things where you hear like it's like the like a in your right ear and then a in your left ear yeah it like gives you chills yeah so they call that like uh, like i don't know what it stands for but like it's called asmr to me this is like the visual version of that it's like soothing Soothing. To watch. So it's like very soothing background yeah. show for you to watch. And like when the show ended, uh, I was like still on the treadmill this morning when like the last episode and the credits rolled. Yeah. And it felt like 
I had just finished reading a really, really good book that I got attached to all the characters. Yeah. And I was like sad when it ended. And you were wondering like, what's the replacement? What's the next show I can watch? Yeah. Well, it's probably going to be the one of the other terrace houses. Oh, um, is it? Yeah. You think the others will be similar as this one? Uh, hopefully. <laughs> I think so. I think this is generally regarded as the best one. Oh, I didn't actually say this, but it's this one was actually recorded back in, um, I think it, 2015 to 2016 was like the, the time that it ran. Um, so this was like pre-COVID and everything. Yeah, so it's like six, six, seven years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is, uh, I think I think this was the first one available with English subtitles on Netflix. There was a, a previous uh, series of the show called uh, Boys and Girls Next Door um, yeah. in 2012, 2014, I think. So that was the original episode, but that's only available in Japan. I don't think there's like a, a well, at least like not a legal way to get like official subtitles for it. But I think from what I've read, the Boys and Girls in the City series, which is still on Netflix, um, I think in all countries, uh, is uh, is probably the best one. So. Oh yeah. So you've watched the best version of Terrace House. Yeah. Oh, it's just so good. I, I I could spend I could really do a whole episode just on like my favorite moments from the show because there's so many like just one that stand out and so many like people that stand out. I would just say even if you don't watch reality shows and even if you don't normally like shows not in English. Yeah. Just give it a try. Just like watch it for like five or six episodes. And so if, five, six episodes, it will grow on me. I think so. Yeah. It's it's kind of a slow burn, but um. Anyway, yeah. I, uh, How long is each episode? It's about 30 minutes or so. Oh, so it's like the short and sweet one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty short. So that's my first thing. Yeah. Now that that's probably going to be half the episode. Um, <laughs> probably have to call this episode like Terrace House. Terrace House mm, Special. Terrace House, Matt and Yuna on the podcast. I know. <laughs> there we go. Okay. <laughs> so that's my first thing. Yuna, what is your first thing? So my first thing is is relatively simple. Um, comparing to Matt's first joyful thing, it's butter garlic prong. <laughs> oh, I can still taste it. I know. So um, why I put this as um, the joyful thing is um, I made this dish today, first time, uh, in the oven. We uh, called uh, butter garlic king prong. And uh, the reason I like... Um, it makes me joyful because it's first time I follow the recipe and it's super tasty. Both Matt and I love it so much. And the reason to inspire me making this dish is because we had our um, Cho Cho San restaurant um, by the King Prong last week, follow the recipe from the restaurant. And it's really simple, but we just love that prong dish so much. And then I was Googling around to see if I can recreate similar dish. And in the end, I can, which makes me really happy. And and I feel like this is a new dish I learned probably, I have to say, during lockdown, my cooking skills has improved that, a lot. Yeah, I was going to say that. <laughs> you, you know, so th there was a time, not super, I mean, like like a year or two ago, maybe, yeah. where like... I th I mean, we even tr we tried to do one of those like those like uh, those boxes where they like send you like the Hello uh, Fresh Marley Spoon, Spoon yeah. kind of yeah. thing. Uh, I think Blue Apron is the U.S. one. And we, when I was doing that, like you didn't even want to come in the kitchen with me at all. No. You, this is like worlds different from how you used to be. Yeah, but the thing is, like I used to cook by myself when I lived by myself, right? Yeah. But but I think I think things like lockdown and obviously we spend lots of time at home and I. Spend a lot of time just uh, 
in those cooking recipe apps, and I discovered a new world. So Matt would know. I started baking, which I never really baked before. I I now I can make super yummy dates walnut candy, which could yeah, be my signature. It's been a while since you made that. I know, and I made Matt's uh, Valentine uh, Nama chocolate. Oh, you did? Yeah, you yeah, made that chocolate at home. That was yeah. so good. Yeah. And I made very fluffy uh, Japanese uh, cheesecake. Remember? Mm, that one's good. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, I cooked lots of new dish as well uh, from the recipe. And, and, and recently, one of Matt's favorites uh, and my favorite noodle dish is uh, called shallow oyo noodle dish. It is it's, so it's, it sounds nicer in Chinese. The, tr- the translation doesn't... Okay. <laughs> so it's, it's in Chinese called cong yu mian. But uh-huh. it's, it's so simple, so tasty. And uh, I think both Matt and Gray, like the, the version we have is much better than the one we had in the restaurant. And so good. So um, the point I'm making is because of the lockdown, we got the chance to try lots of new recipes and i'm re- extremely happy for the one i tried today and and, and after i cooked this um, butter garlic prawn i instantly know what i can do better next time i may add a little bit honey on that oh yeah that would be good with honey actually yeah a little yeah. bit of sweet yeah yeah and, and you know I, i'm not sure if you guys have the feeling it's like for me if i can create a dish that i can entertain my guests or my family in the future that's awesome right yeah and it looks very pretty on camera as well and do you know for me which is very important it's really important the dish uh, it's photogenic (laughs) yeah so that's that's the first thing i feel joyful about so um, Matt, what's your second thing? So I promise my second thing is, is short because I took up so much of the episode with my first thing. I know. Um, so my second thing uh, is the Sunset Squad. Oh, sunset you, you, so squad. you don't know what I'm talking about. I'm going to explain, <laughs> going to explain for our listeners. So uh, outside our back window, well, our, our balcony window, oh, balcony, I, yeah, yeah. Our balcony window, there's this big, uh, this big sort of hill that rises up, like not that far away. So like, one of the reasons that we picked that we like where we're living is that there is a kind of a a nature reserve protected area so basically they can't build on top of it so we have this like at least half of our view is pretty much always going to be like green there's like a bunch of trees and yeah um just protected area and there's this big hill that rises up. there's actually two um, but one of them is closer to us and there's like this little staircase you can walk up it's very steep and you have to walk up it like it's not you can't like bike up it or anything yeah and uh and we face the west as well so it's where the sun sets. And since we've been in lockdown, I, I, th- I think it's been since we've been in lockdown because I don't remember seeing this before. I know. But there's there's this group <laughs> of people. And I also, I don't know if it's the same people every time because like we can see them from our balcony, but like it's far enough away where we, we can't, I can't yeah, like we make can, out. I, we can't really identify who's yeah. who, but we know they're like a, like a group of people. Of course, hopefully social distancing well and it's probably good that we can't make out because if we could make out their faces they could probably see to our window i know oh yeah i don't think i don't think either are true luckily yeah but so i don't know if it's the same people every time but like like clockwork every single night lately because the weather's starting to warm up a bit here as we go into into spring and summer in in australia but uh we see people go up there in like these big like groups 
um well i don't know if it's no groups like by okay. two well two by two but it's a lot of people like it's, a lot it's of a people. decent it's like a, like yeah. at least like i think it's usually at least a dozen people but like separated out yeah i think at least a dozen people every day around like 5 30 i mean around when the sun around when we finish yeah, yeah. work right yeah so uh like when i'm we're kind of winding down from our work since we're both working from home still yeah and uh we'll look outside as like the sun starts to set and unless it's like a rainy day which it hasn't really been here at all lately um we'll see those people come up and um i don't remember which of us made up co- coined the expression but one of us will always say oh the sunset squad's out <laughs> yeah um and it's just like it's just like a very small thing like i think I mean, the people in in Sydney and New South Wales in general, uh, as you as you know, our listeners know by now, have had a rough go of it just because of all the lockdowns and like we're not allowed to go like more than five k's from where we live and we're supposed yeah. to stay home and shops have been closed for the most part unless it's essential and you know et cetera et cetera and it's been like that for like what almost it's gonna be almost three months soon I think right yeah, like it's a very long twelve time. weeks or more and so it kind of I don't know warms my heart a bit that like people are are you know making use of our own backyard a little bit and Mm. trying to like find their own little joys like i can imagine just like bottling up all of the joy everyone gets every evening going up there and watching the sunset from that hill and it just makes me so happy to like see them i mean i'm I'm lucky and i'm very happy that we can view it from our own balcony which is nice yeah um but even so like a lot of people don't have that luxury just because of the way they're building face or whatever Mm. and so you know they go up there and from what i can tell they're they're still following the rules and like you know they're they're not like it's not like a party up there or anything it's just people go up when sunset and then when the sun finishes setting we'll see them all kind of slowly come back down yeah it's stairs it just and it's very nice it's just really nice to see people taking time out of their out of their life um and just to appreciate the nature the beauty around them in their mm. own backyard which is great yeah yeah exactly and, and it's it's sweet to see people are willing to work to walk up the big stick yeah because it is pretty steep <laughs> it's very like and we steep. see like I, i've seen like older <laughs> it's people very good exercise <laughs> actually with, with that hill too like pretty much from the time i get up like around like 6 or 6 a.m or so from the time it gets dark like i see people going up and down that which i didn't used to before mm, lockdown so yeah people trying to get their exercise any way they can which i think is good i think like since lockdown people just appreciate uh, the environment or the area they're living more they start to explore more things they use not to yeah yeah exactly so mm. that's my second thing hashtag sunset squad hey you Yeah, you, the person consuming our joy. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. One hope we have with our three things is to spread little bits of joy to everyone who listens, and not just from us. If you have something joyful in your life that you'd like to share, we'd love to highlight it on the show. You can send it to us at our3things.com slash contact, or email us directly at our3things.podcast at gmail.com. And if you're enjoying our happy ramblings, we'd really appreciate a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It only takes a minute, and hearing the feedback means the world to us and helps spread the joy to even more people. All right, now, back to the things. You know, what is your second thing? So, my second thing, uh, Matt has did a pre-spoiler on that. Uh, it's back to the nerdy corner again. Back yeah? to the nerd corner. Back to the nerd corner. So, uh, last Friday, I have finished my first ever... SQL table with more than 200 codes in that. So for those you don't know. 200 lines of code. 
200 lines yeah. of codes. So for those you don't know, uh, it's SQL is a, a query language to the data warehouse. And nerd stuff. Nerd stuff. For, for, for those of you who still don't know what she's saying, it's just nerd stuff. That, that's fine. It's, it's all right. But the, the thing why I was so excited is Matt knows about this. Uh, I think even like probably a couple weeks ago, I'm still, or, or even months ago, I'm still learning what is SQL, what is the query language, and how to write simple code. And a month later, I finished my first piece of work with 200 live code. That's pretty impressive. Yay. <laughs> I'm really, really happy. I, I, I just feel like I can't believe um, I can start on learning new things and apply the knowledge I learned online from my colleagues uh, into the work from scratch. And like for me, it's exciting because I switched my career path from, from finance, accounting uh, to coding word. Yeah. And basically I have learned everything from scratch and and they're just really excited i'm finally able to do that and that's that's just really um i feel joyful and feel like i accomplished something great and this will gives me courage to to learn more things and how to uh code better and i'm excited to see what more i can do yeah it's a really cool milestone to, yeah to have like i still remember like the first couple times i did that um for me like back in uni yeah learning to program and, and all that and seeing like working really hard on something and then looking back at it and seeing like i have like look at all of this stuff that i that like all, only came from me and does this this thing something useful yeah and it's all from like my fingers yeah it's a great yeah. feeling yeah. and the things like um matt uh, i told matt when i finished that and and he's asking me saying would you understand what you wrote three weeks ago mm-hmm. and I said no I no wouldn't way. yeah zero chance <laughs> so that that's like say after three weeks I'm able to write this and understand it and you know when you do coding sometimes it's really frustrated uh, when you run into errors so mm-hmm. you have to debug you have different error messages I remember before I used to need to google a lot to say what's happening why is doing this but now Things, things is like 200, code of li- 200 lines of code. So um, I'm familiar with the error message now. So sometimes it's really stupid. And if you code before, you know the formatting is gonna drive you crazy. Say, sometimes you just miss bracket. Sometimes you just miss a comma. And, oh, and sometimes you, you miss your semicolon, right? So and once you miss those little simple things, your entire code, just corrupt yeah mm. so so i'm really excited i'm successfully finish a full piece of code and be able to create a full table filled with 2400 lines row of data in my own little data warehouse i'm very excited that's so cool yeah happy I know. for you yeah thank you and do you know what's more exciting oh since i've write this code that means everything's automated. So whenever they have new data coming in, everything just automatic, automatically transformed. Oh yeah. Into a form that people can use. So I'm really excited. I did something 
that uh, it's going to benefit the people in the future. Longer term, yeah. Yeah, longer terms. Mm. And the one, the other thing I'm proud of is um, when I'm writing the code, I I left a lot of comments to explain why I'm doing this way. Right. So I hope I hope anyone pick up my work, they would benefit that too. Probably from from a from a programmer's perspective, that's probably actually the most important thing that you did. Yeah, <laughs> leaving good comments. Yeah, because I know like people are saying it's um uh in, in when you're writing code, the lines like is not is not expensive. The expensive thing is your brain. It's your brain power because you will thank yourself one day in the future when you look back, and you have clearly explained your intention. For the important code there, mm. and that will save a lot of brain power. Now you're thinking like a programmer. I know. <laughs> most, what's the most efficient way to be as lazy as possible? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm looking for uh, looking out for the future. So that's my second thing, my nerd corner. So Matt, what's your last thing? So my last thing today is um, I, I don't. I'm not the first person to react to this thing because it it, it kind of went viral. Um, but I, I don't know that you have probably seen it. Mm, so I'm going to give a little bit of context here. So my, my third thing is basically the, the, the video put out by Nick Jr. from Steve from Blue's Clues. I have no idea. Yeah, so you know, probably will have no idea. I, I guarantee that there'll be people who listen to this who know exactly what I'm talking about because this went super viral. Oh, okay. Um, but I will give a little bit of context uh, before I go into into specifically what this is. So yeah. Just for Yuna or anyone else who may not know, maybe people in Australia might not know this. I'm not sure if it aired here or not. Blue's Clues was a a children's show that uh, I don't know. If, I think it might actually still be on with a different host. I'm not 100 percent sure, but it started in 1996. Um, basically, like the, the concept of it is that it's like all like a cartoon kind of like animated looking world, uh, except for one uh, like I guess one human like real person host, not not host like main character of it. Yeah. And so this guy, uh, in the original run, it was a guy named whose just name was Steve. Yeah. And um, I'm going to show you him in a second, you know? Uh-huh. But he, he basically solved, uh, like, mysteries with this little cartoon dog named Blue. And it was, like, just a little, like, cartoon blue, okay. blue dog. And so, like, they would go around and, like, there was, like, other characters that, like, were in this, like, cartoon house. So, like, they would talk to, like... Uh, Mr. Salt and uh, Mrs. Pepper were like the salt and pepper shakers, <laughs> or like That's the cute. the I think the the mailbox was a it was a character and like As they well? they would like deliver mail and he would sing little songs about it. And it was just like you know it was a kids show like for like little oh kids. okay it's for little kids right yeah, Makes yeah. sense um, and so this aired from um, 1996 uh, and onward so mm-hmm. the original the original guy who was the human in it uh, Steve yeah so he was in from the beginning um, up until I believe 2002 I want to say yeah at which point he basically left the show very like suddenly and abruptly right and uh, they brought in like another person this guy named Joe and I don't know if he's still there if it's like someone else Um, I mean by that point I wasn't not watching it anymore yeah. Um, but I have very strong memories of watching this show. Actually, when you were a kid. Well, so when I was a kid, because this was like what, like ni- like late '90s. So I was actually, right. um, I have memories very like strong. You know, like those memories that are like sort of crystallized yeah, images yeah, in your yeah. head, right? Yeah. I have these memories with um, my little sister, where because she was a few years younger than I am, mm. um, so probably she maybe got more out of it than I did. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but it was a guilty pleasure for me too at that age. Uh-huh. Uh, but we would, you know, we would sit at home, especially like during like summer breaks from school yeah, and like do chores around the house and whatnot and just have like this uh, Nick Jr., which was like the kids like channel. Uh-huh. Um, so they had like this show and like a whole bunch of others. But I, for some reason, I remember watching this show 
like while we were folding towels together. Like, okay. That was one of our chores, like doing laundry <laughs> and like having like the yeah. booze clues on in the background. It's just like, it's a very like, just like stuck in my brain, like probably going to be like on my deathbed thinking about this <laughs> among other things. Oh, really? <laughs> so that's the context of, mm. of what this is. Yeah. So just this last week, uh, I'm trying to, let me look up the actual date that this happened. So it was September 8th. So yeah, so three days ago from mm. when we're recording this. Yeah. The guy who played Steve... Uh, came back and did uh, just out of nowhere and did this like two minute video in sort of the style so like i'm going to show you it it's like the background is like the original background of the show yeah he's wearing like the same clothes he wore however many years ago but he's this guy like in his 40s now so it's like it's kind of silly okay Um, and he gives this message uh and it's just a two minute long video and he gives this message basically to all the people who would have watched it when he was on it so like people my age so like millennial i guess that like that age group yeah and I'm going to actually put the audio in the podcast now. So if you've already listened to it, um, you can probably skip ahead about two minutes from when it starts because it's pretty short. Um, yeah. I'm going to put the whole thing in there because it's, it's, again, it's pretty short. And I think it's like it's worth hearing it again. Okay. Um, so here it is. Hi. You got a second? Okay. You remember how when we were younger, we used to... Um, run around and hang out with Blue and find clues and talk to Mr. Salt, freak out about the mail and do all the fun stuff. And then one day I was like, oh, hey, guess what? Big news, I'm leaving. Uh, This is my brother, Joe, he's your new best friend. And then I got on a bus and I left and we didn't see each other for like a really long time. Can we just talk about that? Great, because I I realized that, that that was kind of abrupt. Um, I just kind of got up and went to college. And uh, that was really challenging, by the way, but great because I got to use my mind and take a step at a time. And now I literally am doing many of the things that I wanted to do. And then look at you and look at all you have done and all you have accomplished in all that time. And it just, it's just so amazing, right? I mean, we started out with clues and now it's what? Student loans and um, jobs and families. And some of it has been kind of hard. You know, I know you know. And I wanted to tell you that I, I really couldn't have done all of that without your help. And in fact, all the help that you helped me with when we were younger is still helping me today, right now. And that's super cool. I guess I just wanted to say that after all these years, I never forgot you, ever. And I'm super glad we're still friends. Thanks for listening. You look great, by the way. Whatever it is you're doing, it's working. But he must collaborate with uh, the show, right? It must be because like th- this video is from the official Twitter for yeah, Nick Jr. Yeah, okay. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that makes sense. And so, he's he's talking to his fans. Yeah, or he's well, talking to Blue. So, so what, what? Maybe one thing I didn't quite explain about the show, if you, if you haven't watched it, in the show, like the idea with a lot of these kid shows is he'll, you know, the host will like ask a question to the camera, and the idea is uh, like if you're a kid, you like answer back because oh, it's right. like teaches okay, you sort of okay. like thing. So he's like he's using that model, like he's oh, like he's right. talking to you. Okay. To the to the viewer. Nice. 
So, okay, so I'm not, I don't think I'm the, well, I know I'm not the first one to react to this. There's heaps of articles about this um, yeah. and like kind of what it means. So like I'm, what I'm saying is not groundbreaking by any means, but it's just like my personal, uh-huh. um, maybe overlaps with a lot of other people. But like, I don't know, I, when, I, when I first watched that, um, cause I saw, I saw a bunch of people posting it and I was like, what is that? I don't know. And I finally, I finally clicked on it yeah. and I just watched it and I was just sort of like, Crying? I, I almost got a little teary. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't normally like, I'm not like a crier generally, but this one actually got me emotional just because I really feel like he's speaking directly to my generation. Yeah. 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 And with, I with that, feel that talking about like, he even brings up things like student loans, which yeah. like I'm fortunate enough that I was able to pay those off fairly quickly, but like difficulties with like jobs and various relationships and like various relationships <laughs> obviously they led me to to the right one okay <laughs> but it's but 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 just talking about like how long it's been because you, you like i didn't i've never th- i haven't thought about the show blues clues and this guy steve obviously since i like was what 10 years old or whatever it was uh-huh, yeah last time i watched it and it it does feel in a str- very strange way like Re- reconnecting with an old friend in a weird way yeah 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 like, i understand what you say like actually it's kind of on theme for the episode because like like i had a someone i knew in middle school also reach out you know yeah. for our show um yeah. so shout out to both steve and kevin yeah <laughs> <for this. laughs> but no i just i got a kick out of that and um it was it's really nice to see and like uh yeah i i i didn't i i just i kind of assumed that he like was just like pieced out from this show forever and like didn't want to be associated with associated with it anymore yeah. Um, but seeing this pop up again was just it was a very joyful little thing. Like like so why um, he left the show before? Well, so I think there's a lot of theories about it. I think legitimately he was just like moving on to something else. Okay, and, and, and like someone else is is taking his role? Yeah, so like the the next episode, like someone else, this guy Joe came in, um, that he mentioned in the video as well. His brother? That's who he's Well, saying? I mean the character not his real brother, the oh, character's okay. brother, I think. Right, yeah, right, yeah. I see. So Yeah. I understand because this is part of your childhood, right? Mm. It's uh, some show in Poland. Like, like I got teary to to watch a character from my childhood show show up on the TV and oh, still yeah. performing the same thing. It's like wow. Yeah. Yeah. Those things make you reflect on like really legitimately like where you've come. I think, yeah. And how you got to where yeah, you are now. Yeah. And the, what what happened in the past ten years, twenty years in your life, and mm. where you get now. Yeah. I completely, I completely can relate. But, but I'm not familiar with the show. No, no. But yeah. I know your feeling. I know that mm. feeling. So that's my third thing. Shout out to Steve. Yuna, what is your last thing? Uh, so my last thing is uh, actually a very sweet gesture from my company. I'm not sure if everyone uh, knows, um, but in Australia, last Thursday, it's Are You Okay Day? So I think actually there is do a... It, do um, you have that in the US? So it's, I don't think it's called that, but there was like a global um, suicide prevention day. Yeah. Which is, that's the Are You Okay is like an organization specifically yeah. about that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, since it's Are You Okay day and week, right? So uh, I think in Australia, uh, lots of corporation and the entire country is very focused on mental health. And especially during this, again, difficult time, lockdown. So um, the company decided the day before, like uh, the week before, not the week, but just a couple of days before, and to get, especially my division, give everyone a half day off, mental yeah. wellness day off. That's great. On, on Friday. 
so we can have a two and a half days long weekend. As well, on top of that, they give us a $25 Uber Eats voucher, so we can order whatever we like we want to eat. So that's very sweet. Yeah. Um, and I know it's very small and it's only half day and $25, but I just feel like it's sometimes as a company, you don't need to do too much to make your employee happy. And a small gesture and to show you how you care will mean, mean, mean a lot to your employees. And, and I feel like um, the company around the world should do the same thing, right? Because I know, um, Matt, for your company, you have like two mental wellness day. Well, yeah. Well. So dur- yeah, my company during the last uh, like couple, like the whole pandemic period, early yeah. 2020 until now, like uh, they've they've given us um, these sort of random little uh, uh, what they call global like well-being days. Well-being so day, like yeah. everyone across the the globe at our because I work at a global company gets like yeah. the same day off basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they've just been like, they've been kind of sprinkled in, especially in places where there's not like normally a holiday mm. um, to kind of regroup and, and like they tell us specifically, you know, like stay away from electronics basically. Yeah. Like, like yeah. really take advantage of that. So, and, yeah. And do you know what's nice about this company wide days off, right? That means while you're off, there will be no more emails. That's right. No more messages That's right. for you to check. It's a beautiful thing. On Monday, when come back. It's a so beautiful thing. So that's a beautiful thing. So um, I, re- I recommend if, if anyone has these opportunities from their own company, take it because it's great. Because taking that day or half day off doesn't mean when you come back, you would have plenty of emails you have to catch up because you take a day off, like when you take on annual leave. Right? Can I say something actually? Yeah. This is, this is a little off topic, but you made you, this brought, brought it to mind. Um, I, maybe I'm in the minority, but I actually like when I, if I like take like my own time off, like where it's yeah. just me or like take even like a week off sometimes, like for like a traveling, uh-huh. coming back and like having all those emails. I actually really like having all those emails oh, why? to go through. <laughs> because it, like, I know what that Monday is going to be. <laughs> like it's, it's going to be going through emails uh-huh. and you can use it as like a shield. A shield of for, like, doing the real work. For like any real work. Isn't that, isn't that awesome? Yeah, but then you have to read through like hundreds of emails when you go a finish the, your holiday. The more the better. The more the better. The more the better. That's okay. the, the bigger the shield is. Okay. Like every arrow that comes in, like oh, there's a client question. Oh, there's a some task you have to do. I still have a hundred emails on red. Oh, sorry, okay. I'll get back to you. Right. Okay. That's you know I think I think I think a lot of people <laughs> secretly feel this way. I'm just like the first one bold enough to say it. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel well, like for me, if I have hundred emails. I probably have to personally resolve those. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So I prefer company-wide shutdown. So I'm really looking forward to the next shutdown period, Christmas. The entire company is going to be a 10 days shutdown, which is great. Mm. Yeah. Awesome. So that's the that that's my third thing to to makes me feel feel joyful and and another message I want to say is it's it's important to pause just even take a half day off just to to stop and to really focus on your mental wellness so that's my last thing awesome well that is a fine place to end it i think on that positive note you know mm. uh i think this is end up gonna end up being a long one because um, of terrace house 
maybe <laughs> maybe because of because of my 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 love for a non-trashy reality tv show and your top 10 tv show and one of my top 10 tv shows yes i don't i don't know if i'd put it uh, maybe that, that's that's a very strong statement i said isn't it no it's not it's fine you made it it's out in the world so everyone just will go watch terrace house boys and girls in the city i know right did you did you get any commission from them netflix no no ads we still don't have any ads <laughs> unfortunately it's just purely out of love look you know, you know how like when you really love something you just like want to share everything about know, it to everyone i, know, I yeah. rarely feel that way about this show i want everyone to go watch it okay Seriously. go watch it go watch terrace house boys and girls in the city yeah okay well you know i think that's a good place to end it for today yeah i agree so thank you everyone for listening. Thanks again to uh, the listener mail from from our buddy Kevin, friend of the show. I think I can say that now. <laughs> uh, if you again, if you would like to write into us with any joyful things that you are experiencing, you can always reach out at r3things.com/contact or r3things.podcast@gmail.com. And we appreciate every listen out there, and all of you are amazing, beautiful people. Yeah, I agree. And with that, I think we can wrap it up. Yeah, definitely. But before we go, remember our fourth thing is, is you. <laughs> bye bye. 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 Bye.